0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is a breaking news edition, part two of a Built by Bama online podcast for this Friday, May the 8th, 2020. Earlier, we had some recruiting news to break for you here as the Alabama Crimson Tide picked up another wide receiver commitment this time. We're talking about an existing player making his way out of the program. That was the situation early Friday evening when Tim Watts, Talia Tonga-Vailoa, it has become known now, has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Maybe not so much a surprise in terms of the timing of all this. Uh, I guess as much as anything, the pandemic, everything else, uh, threw everything really into flux for, for Talia and his family.
0: Yeah, you know, we talked about this earlier on the podcast where we felt that, you know, this would be sort of this spring would be his chance to sort of figure out the pecking order. He hadn't really had a shot last year behind his brother and and obviously Mac Jones. So he had a lot cut out for him. This year is a little bit more wide open. His brother's obviously left. Max sort of penciled in as that, you know, that number one starter from the experience. Looked pretty good in his three or four starts last year and his play in time. Then, of course, you bring in Bryce Young. Who you know the you know the nation's number one overall prospect, obviously the number one quarterback. So you've got guys like that competing with them. and we know how important the spring is for Alabama in general. But you know, in my opinion, this was a chance for Talib to get in there and see, am I you know where do I stand? How do I compete? And uh, uh, j- you know, just to see where he stood. We know what a close knit family this was, and that if he didn't win the job. That he, you know, he was likely to transfer. There's not a guarantee that even if he won the job, that he wouldn't leave. I mean, this is a very, very close knit family, but I don't think anybody really expected Talia to, uh, to, to beat out Mac or Bryce, to be honest with you. Now, I do think the kid's a competitor, and I think if he finds the right place, you know, the right school, and there's some schools down there that are interesting for him. When you're looking at, you know, everybody's, everybody's thinking Miami. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the lowest hanging fruit. for for this family. I mean, they lived an hour away from Tuscaloosa here in Alabaster. So it could be a a central Florida. How about a south Florida? I mean, there are schools. I don't really know where he's going to end up. I mean, obviously, this just happened. He's probably wide open. But judging by how close the family is, I think they wanted to keep him together. But also, I think it has to be the right situation and a good situation for him.
1: Yeah, you've got Willie Taggart now at FAU after being dismissed at Florida State. you got Butch Davis been around forever, the head coach at Florida International, obviously Miami, you're right. I think most folks, it's sort of a secondary reaction, Tim, to when Tua was taken fifth overall by the Miami Dolphins, at least in the, in the secondary uh, thought process of that pick, sort of shifted to that very real possibility of maybe Talia making his way down there. But you know what else? He's got background. His family's got background with Mike Loxley at Maryland, too. So, Yeah,
0: yeah that's true. I mean, but really, you know, and that to me would be, be sort of go against the norm of the whole transfer yeah. process. Now, I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. When you're dealing with a situation, again, that's a close-knit family's going to make a decision. But the situation in Alabama, he was still there and could have competed, um, you know, before he saw anything. Also, there's a lot of, like, family there from that, you know, the the Tagliavola spent a lot of time in Tuscaloosa, so Talia obviously had a lot of connections there. Loxley makes sense from the standpoint if they know, know, know uh know Mike and know that situation, but that is, that's actually going in the opposite direction of, of Miami, so that could be right. Um, I know that Talia had a younger nephew, an eighth grader, who hasn't actually played football at Thompson yet, I don't think, because of eligibility issues and, a young kid that Mike Loxley offered last year. So wow. uh, there could be Mike Locksley's, you know, he's no joke. He's a smart guy. Um, but I do think that uh, I do think they're probably going to stay together. I mean, but again, that's, that's, that's just me speculating. And uh, again, that's a pretty close knit family.
1: Bottom line is Talia really needed this spring to come off as it was scheduled. He needed those 15 practices. He needed those three scrimmages to show that he was, legitimately in that mix to take over as a successor for his brother. Um, I don't think, in, in, in retrospect, again, if you had told me back in January that the Tonga Viola's have a time frame that in the time immediately after the completion of the spring semester, you know, that's where a decision is going to get made again. So what we're hearing at this point of the, the calendar year totally makes sense. And Talia... Did play in five games last year, so he did spend a year of eligibility, but he's got that red shirt available to him, which he'll likely need as he sits out the 2020 season, and then he'll be three to play three in uh, 2021. So uh, interesting stuff, to say the least. Hey, let's take a quick break right here. When we come back, I want to get Tim's thoughts on the bigger picture for the quarterback position, not just Mac Jones, Bryce Young, Paul Tyson still going to be around, Braxton Barker, as a walk-on, but maybe for the 2021 recruiting class, maybe even 2022. We'll do that when this breaking news edition of the Built by Bama online podcast returns right after this. Okay, Tim, so what about it? Let's talk about the 2021 class. We know Drake May was initially committed to Alabama, withdrew that commitment, flipped to his home state school, a legacy there at the University of North Carolina. Not a huge surprise there. So what does this cycle look like at the position? And maybe go ahead and give us a brief glimpse ahead to 2022 while you're at it.
0: You know, when you get a guy like Bryce Young, you know there's going to be, you know, there's going to be that echo factor. You're going to see the ripples. Um, you're going to see things affected. Drake May obviously is one of those guys. Alabama did a terrific job there. I really think uh, the May family and, and Drake liked Alabama. But, again, you're getting – in Bryce Young, you're getting the number one quarterback in the country – You know, the number one recruit in the country, a guy that's really cerebral. It's just not, you know, the thing with Bryce is, it's not just a kid with some big old cannon of an arm or somebody that runs a 4440. I mean, this guy's smart. I mean, he's a good football player, throws a great ball. And um, uh, so you knew that sort of would have that lasting effect. You know, with that said, going in this 2021 class, they weren't, you're sort of looking for that bridge guy to me. You know, they're they're mentioning guys, Mm -hmm. Miller, Miller Moss, a kid from California. He seems to like Alabama a lot. I think Alabama's in there, but I still find it hard to believe they're going to land a guy like that at the end of the day. I think he'll stay, uh, you know, possibly out in the West Coast. Michigan's in there too. So, you know, that's a guy's just going to be hard because he's from California. So if anybody knows, if anybody knows, you know, who Bryce Young is, it's this guy. Uh, another guy is Jalen Milro. He's a Texas commitment. Alabama actually – was pretty close to landing a commitment from him when they got Drake May. Sort of had to make that call between two uh, quarterbacks, still committed to Texas, looking at Alabama. But this is going to be sort of that bridge year where it's going to be hard to follow up a Bryce Young with another big-time prospect. And, you know, the guy's going to have to have the courage of a Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones just yeah. saw Jalen Hurts as a freshman. He's like, I'm not worried. I'm still coming to a you know, goes to Alabama. Mac still wasn't worried and still came behind those two guys. So you're gonna have a very similar situation there with Mac and Bryce. You're gonna to have to guys have a guy that's pretty brave that wants to come in and learn. Twenty two might be a better year. Um, you know, also there's the grad transfer. You know, there'll be guys out sure. there guys every year. Twenty twenty two we have in state kid, Tanner Bailey with an Alabama offer. And they've uh, Steve Sarkeesian is doing a good job there. And he's also offered a kid MJ Morris from Georgia, dual threat guy. So they're out there. I, you know, the thing about Alabama, if you look at their quarterbacks, the last couple, you didn't really see Tua coming this early in the process. That was much later. And the same with Bryce Young, who was committed to USC. So my guess is that the 2021 guy could still be out there. The evals, guys they're looking at, you know, it's going to have to be the right guy. You know, that's that's a situation for anybody. You get a big-time quarterback – it's hard to follow up with another one. So I think at this point it's just wait and see, but I do think Alabama will have some options out there.
1: It's interesting that you mentioned the grad transfer possibility. We we don't tend to think about that probably as much as we should, but two out of the two out of the last three SEC quarterbacks to win national championships were grad transfers. Jake Coker here at Alabama and of course Joe Burrow last season down at LSU. As always, Tim, we appreciate everyone tuning in here to the Built by Bama online podcast. If you haven't already, give us a follow, uh, give us a subscription if you don't mind, a rating, a review, anything else before we get out of here. You know, I'm starting to feel like we just need to walk around with our headsets on so we can just jump right on for all this breaking news. It, it, it It's slow. And then, of course, this is the business, right, Tim? It was before you weird. know it, it picks right up.
0: It was really quiet Wednesday, you know, and then now it's really loud, I'm at the point of our wives are telling us to get a room, you know we're spending so much quality time together we're 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 quarantined together, just me and you baby, yeah so, uh, we, yeah it's been it's been fun, it's interesting, and I think I think we're looking at more you know interesting things happening in the coming weeks
1: yeah it, it's it's feeling that way, isn't it, between recruiting, maybe starting to break a little bit more. Uh, based on some decisions made on on summer camps and and basically their elimination for this summer and then uh, the prospects for transfers and things like that. Buckle up with us at BAMLonline.com. We'd love to have you with us on a daily basis if you're not already there. BOL with Tim and Hank South, Charlie Potter, Kirk McNair, myself. We've got you covered on a 24-7 basis right there at BOL. Hey, Tim. Who knows? We might be doing this again before uh, midnight, so hang loose. Travis, I'll talk to you in an hour, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to do it. Talia Tagovailoa is in the transfer portal. We'll keep you up to date on perhaps his next stop and so much more at BOL. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier, we'll likely talk to you again real soon.